All right, another episode of Balls and Elbows. Thanks for tuning in. Anywhere you can find us, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, tune in. Boss, what's up, man? Not much. Just driving home from work, like I seem to be doing pretty usually on these <laughs> on these podcasts. Can we get the best content? Oh well, yeah, because you get to hear me complain about the traffic. <laughs> However, it's not too bad tonight. We took a couple and weeks. I had a pretty decent night at work, so I'm not really amped up and you know riled up. I'm pretty relaxed and. That's a first, I think. I, I'm like kumbaya right now. <laughs> we took a couple weeks off. We had some uh, sickness and holidays. and So, yeah, we're back. Um, and as a heads up, you'll probably hear me cough a little bit because I'm still fighting something off. So Yeah, I still got a little throat. If all of a sudden it's loud in your ears, <clears throat> well, yeah. there's not much I can do about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about doing... Um, since it's the end of the decade, we're in 2020 now. We got a year in review. We got uh, a lot of stuff happened with sports, but we talked about doing um, mostly a wrestling-based show. Um, I got some ideas from some podcasts I listened to, so I thought maybe we would talk to Boss about doing a uh, maybe like top five wrestlers of the decade, top five of the year, what we thought were the best storylines of the year, and just see where it goes from there. See how long it takes us. What do you think? <laughs> I hope for the best. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> so where do you want to start? Uh, why don't we go with the uh, the wrestlers, the top five wrestlers. Of the year? The decade. Of the, of the year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll just go down the list and could honestly be in any order. It's subjective, but we'll just see what you think. I don't know. You probably got the same. Probably got some I'm not thinking of, but... Uh, so number five, uh, I put Becky Lynch. Okay, think? yeah. She could have been number one. <laughs> she main evented WrestleMania. Yeah. The man thing took off at the beginning of the year. She main evented with Ronda and Charlotte. I mean, she had a pretty great year after that. She's been champ for a while. Yeah. She She's held multiple belts this year. Yeah, she's having a pretty killer year. Um, first ever women's main event. I mean, that's pretty hard to top. What do you think? Anybody else you put there, or do you? <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's that's pretty fitting for number five. Okay. Maybe maybe slightly higher, but I mean, it all depends on who else you got up there. I thought about that too, but these could have been rotated. I think. Any which way, but yeah, they're, they're more or less one A, one B, much. one C, one D. Yeah. They're all interchangeable. So fourth, I put uh, Adam Cole, Bay Bay. All right, yeah. Um, everything going on with the undisputed era, they pretty much own all the gold. That rivalry he had with Gargano lasted forever. It was a huge build. But it was yeah, awesome. they had some amazing matches that which ended at SummerSlam in Toronto. So um, I think yeah, he had a pretty awesome year. He's still the champ. I think he took home some awards tonight or yesterday in the. Was it yesterday? No, I think they did it tonight. The NXT awards. Uh, um, I think they announced it yesterday, though. They may have like televised it, like or broadcast. Oh, it, did they? They uh, they put it out on Twitter. Okay. So yeah. Because uh, undisputed era did a uh, like a minute long promo in the ring, and there was no audience, and they were having trouble holding all their awards. <laughs> I saw the picture. Because I think it's pretty wild. They, they're all holding, they're holding their belts, and then all the bells, and then they had some extra ones on the floor, and they're trying to carry all. It's pretty crazy, yeah. <laughs> all the amazing matches they had. They had that. Um, what's that one called with the two rings? The, uh, the war yeah. games. Yeah. Some amazing matches, but yeah, they probably had matches a year, and I didn't see everything they won, but. Um. Yeah, obviously Cole's the champ, Undisputed Era is the tag team champs. I mean, it's pretty amazing. I was going to look up those NXT awards real quick. Um, so, yeah, what do you think about Cole at four? Do you think he should have been higher? I, I think, if anything, maybe Becky Lynch above him, just like maybe just switching those. Switching them? Yeah. Could have been, yeah. But, yeah. again, I mean... <laughs> You can't deny that he's had an extremely solid year, right. you know. 
Um, let's go to three. So three, I put Seth Rollins. He's had kind of a rough couple months, but I mean, he beat Brock twice this year, WrestleMania and SummerSlam, which nobody usually beats Brock. <laughs> um, had that crazy feud with the Fiend. Um, yeah. The Shield, I mean, the Shield ended. So they had that long run at the beginning of the year. I mean, I don't know what you think. You think Seth should be on the list? Yeah, I think that's a. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and not to mention, uh, like, more or less, like, kind of off the screen kind of stuff with, you know, dealing with, you know, Roman Reigns having to deal with his, you know, uh, his cancer diagnosis and everything like that. You know, like, I mean, that takes a toll on Seth as yeah. well. You know, so to basically to perform through that and overcome that, that's, I mean, he's done pretty good. And I think he's grown a lot as a wrestler over the year. Like, I don't... I used to find him somewhat annoying and really scripted on the microphone. But he seems to be even more comfortable than he was before. Yeah. So I I think he's grown a lot in that aspect. Yeah, he had a good year. Being Brock twice doesn't hurt. And he's dating the man. True. He's dating the man. He is the man's man. <laughs> and they're engaged, actually, so... He's engaged to He's the engaged man. engaged to a man. Wait. The man. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> so... Um, let me see here. I pulled up the, I pulled up the NXT awards to see what they were, but... So, male competitor of the year was Adam Cole. Fe- female was Trina. Overall competitor of the year, Adam Cole. Tag Team of the Year, Undisputed, Undisputed Era. Rivalry of the Year, Johnny Gargano gets Adam Cole. Yeah. Who do you think was the... Did you see who the breakout star of the year was? Um, I did not see that Keith one. Lee. But I was going to guess it was Keith yeah. Lee because he's been pushed quite a bit. And then uh, TakeOver War Games was the TakeOver of the Year. Which, yeah, since... Future yeah. future star is Dakota Kai, and then uh, match of the year was Cole against Gargano. So, pretty <laughs> wild year. Yeah, <coughs> you can make it. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just you know smoking a full cart. Wow. At the same time, all at once. You like a rock performer? Gets you ready for the show. A bottle of wine, <laughs> a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Yeah, I got a bottle of Jack Daniels right here. Hey, sponsor us, Jack Daniels, <laughs> even though we don't really drink your stuff. We will. <laughs> we will. Send it to yeah, us. We could get Tide Pods. <laughs> We're for sale. <laughs> Tide Pods and a box set of Seinfeld. We'd be set. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. So who's next? Okay. <laughs> so my number two, I put Chris Jericho. Okay. So he was the first AEW champ. Um, he's been gone from WWE for a little bit, but uh, yeah, I thought he had a pretty great year. He keeps reinventing himself. I mean, the first champ of a new company, that's pretty huge at his age, pushing 50. I mean, he... I just saw he's doing a main event at a, uh, a Wrestle Kingdom. I can't remember. Uh, he's fighting against some uh, Japanese guy. I can't remember how you say it. Really? They're, they're but, letting yeah. him work for New Japan? I yeah. guess they're pretty, well, I'd say they're pretty loose, but <coughs> I haven't heard anybody else go somewhere. I don't remember, but that's huge. Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's pretty cool that AEW still, you know, hey, we're all about the wrestling and not so much about... You're ours. It's just us. <laughs> You're not you going know. anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, good for him. He's having a good year. He's had a good couple of years. Mm-hmm. Keeps reinventing, so... I got Jericho at two. <laughs> My number one, I put Kofi Kingston. Okay. What do you think? I was thinking after I put it, maybe maybe not one, but I think I put it for the whole uh, sentimental part of the awesome story he had. Kofi Mania. I would almost put all of New Day. Put all of them? I, I would just all of New Day. Yeah. You know, because they all had a pretty good year. I mean, title-wise, you know, mostly just Kofi, but you know, 
they still have been pushed really hard. They're over like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they're so. they've been on top for five five years. It's crazy. Their their podcast is hilarious, by the way. But yeah, Xavier's fighting that injury, but Kofi had that great start of the year with I've been meaning Go ahead. Yeah. I've been meaning to check out their podcast. I keep forgetting to do that. There's so many. But yeah. Kofi. Yeah, but we're the best we're the we're, best podcast. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so Kofi yeah, Kofi had that uh he got in that match because of Mustafa Ali, I think, got hurt at the beginning of the year. I forget what it was, but then he won that and then had that amazing night. And that ga- Did you watch that Gauntlet series? Have you seen that? We're him going through all those guys uh, and losing to Brian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watched that. That was wild. And then to win the belt at the, his first ever championship at WrestleMania was, was pretty cool. So, yeah. It's only five. They could have probably been it switched around, but it's subjective. Who cares? Yeah, I I probably would have gone with see Adam Cole five, Becky Lynch four. Number three, I probably would have gone with um Wow, I totally blanked on his name. Holy crap. Give me a hint. <laughs> um AEW. Cody Rhodes? Not no, although that would be Young Bucks. MJF. Um, no, no. Uh, um, wow. Holy Moxley? crap. Moxley? Like, no, but he's the guy that was feuding with Moxley Omega? for a while. Yes, there we go. My goodness. Yeah, I was that too, Help. but he didn't really do much this year after AEW started. Yeah, that's he's having true. good matches, but I mean, he didn't, didn't win any gold. I don't know. Whatever. No, I was thinking, like, Omega maybe number three. But now that you mentioned Cody Rhodes, I mean, you know, given that he's pretty much the owner of... AEW. And he's probably like one of the top three draws in the company. Yeah, you can't deny that he's <laughs> had a really good year. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was thinking, you know, Jericho, yeah, that's a good one to put on there. And then uh, Moxley. Yeah. John Moxley. Yeah. Because he's kind of, along with Jericho and, and Kenny Omega to an extent, kind of pushed it further. Yeah. You know, yeah, exciting year for wrestling. Oh yeah, it's only gonna get better too. It's um, you want to move into of the decade? What I put, or do you want to do storylines? Oh, um, yeah, we can go to the decade. Okay, so the same thing. I looked up stats and what people have done through the whole ten years. Um, yeah, we'll just see what you think. So number five. <laughs> <laughs> I put Roman Reigns. Oh. Probably not the okay. most popular choice, but people, I think they like him more now since he's come back from fighting cancer. But um, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> kind of hard to hate a cancer survivor. Yeah. You know, I mean, he. Uh, I think they debuted in thirteen. The Shield. I forgot to look that up, but so the Shield, obviously, their crazy run. I mean, one of the top factions of all time. Yeah. Um, he main evented WrestleMania four straight four straight years. Two against Brock, one against Triple H, one against Undertaker, which is unheard of. I think Hulk Hogan yeah. is the only person to ever do that. Um, he's been the WWE Heavyweight Champion three times, Universal Champ once, Continental Champ once, US Champ once, uh, the Tag Team Champ once. He was the 28th Triple Crown Superstar, and he won the Royal Rumble out of all that. So, and then he also obviously battled leukemia and then came back and went back at the top of his game so what do you think Roman at 5 I think that's a pretty fair pretty fair assessment there I think he should be on the list at least whether or not be 5 yeah he had a pretty yeah I mean to be honest for, for me personally as a wrestling fan since being a kid this decade has not been my favorite but out of this decade you can't deny that he has not been one of the top 5 guys right you know um, yeah, since he, I mean, debuted in like 13, so he was like three years late. <laughs> yeah, still had a great, great decade, but 
pretty much the face of the company and the new locker room leaders too. So put Roman Reigns at five. Um, my four, I put Daniel Bryan. Okay. So um, hold on, his page pulled up. He he debuted in August of 09 when he came back. So he had the whole decade. Um, just a second. He was the WWE champ. He only been one time the heavyweight champ. Uh, he won the. Oh, they changed the title. So he was heavyweight champ once and the WWE champ four times. Yeah. Intercontinental champ once. Tag team champ with Kane once. SmackDown tag team championship once with Rowan. United States championship once. He won the Money in the Bank. He had the match of the year against Kofi this year. Uh, 26 Triple Crown champion. Uh, six Grand Slam champion. And yeah, I mean, obviously, just a one of the probably the I mean, top three performers. You think? I would agree he's, with that. He's yeah. amazing. Um, left after uh, thirty-one when he had WrestleMania thirty-one when he had the concussion head stuff. To able to never f- stop fighting and work his way all the way back to perform again, which is. That's pretty cool to see. I didn't, I didn't think he'd come back, but... Yeah, I didn't think he would either. Um. <laughs> so I just now thought of someone else, though, that, that we could have mentioned earlier for the uh, top five performers of the year. Yeah. R-Truth. Yeah. Yeah, honorable like, mention. Like, yeah, definitely a very, like, number six, at least. He's like a 17-time 24-7 champ. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gets. I think he's gotten seventeen in one week. It's insane. That award, <laughs> that belt was so funny. Kane won. It knocks Tennessee. I saw that. So good. That's a little entertainment. That stuff with Drake Maverick was hilarious. Oh my gosh! So, like, I mean, everybody was you know hoping that it was the hardcore championship, you yeah. know, and all that stuff. And then they deba- debuted it, and you're like, that's the ugliest looking belt I've ever seen. <laughs> but yet, it's the funniest. And it's, it's entertaining. And I think that's mostly because of what R-Truth has done with it. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, he made it. Yeah, he, he would definitely be number six on that top five. Just, just barely outside of it. <laughs> Listen to some of these awards that Brian has been given. I don't know who's, who's right. giving out these awards, but it's hilarious. So, 2013, <laughs> he won Beard, Beard of the Year. Uh, I would agree. That's... Yeah, a pretty good beer. Same year, catchphrase of the year. Obviously, yes, yes, yes. The yes champ, yep. Um, Cole in your stocking award, 2010, for attacking Michael Cole at NXT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. 13 and 14, he won couple of the year with Brie Bella. 2012, facial hair of the year. Uh, 2013, fan participation of the year with the yes chance. 2014, rivalry of the year with the authority. 2010 Shocker of the Year with the Nexus debut. I wonder if that was when he choked Justin Roberts or was that? You remember that? Did you hear about that? I, <laughs> with his tie? No. Justin's own tie. <laughs> he got fired for it, but then they brought him back. <laughs> uh, Superstar of the Year 2013. Um, tweet of the Year in 2012. He said. <laughs> he said, "Goat face is a horrible insult. My face is practically perfect in every way. In fact, from now on, I demand to be called Beautiful Brian." <laughs> <laughs> and then in 2012, he won Upset of the Year against Mark Henry and Big Show at the Royal Rumble. So that's a pretty good company to beat. Some massive yep. men. Uh, yeah, so I got Brian at four, um, three. I put Charlotte. Okay, yeah. So this is a little rundown on Charlotte. She debuted in... When did she debut on NXT? Be with you in one second. (laughs) I think it was 13. (laughs) She debuted in NXT. She came up in 16, 17. So obviously part of the Four Horsewomen. She didn't have the whole decade. Same as Roman. Um, she's been NXT Women's Champion one time, Divas Champ one time, Raw Women's Champion four times, SmackDown Women's Champion five times, and then uh, 
she won the year-end award for match of the year in 2018 against Becky Lynch Evolution. So, obviously, Charlotte's like, I think, probably the top woman in wrestling performance-wise. Yeah. I mean, I, she's yeah. incredible. She's, she's great in the ring. Her wrestling is just crazy high skill. But I also enjoy her on the mic. Mm-hmm. Like her and Becky Lynch, I think are absolutely fantastic on the yeah. Because it seems genuine. Like she buys into the idea of I am the queen. Yep. You know. It's a spitting image of her father. Oh, without that. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte's really good. She was uh this is from PWI. They gave her the Feud of the Year in 2016 against Sasha, Rookie of the Year in 2014, Woman of the Year in 2016, and then she was ranked number one of the top 50 female wrestlers in PWA, PWI Female 50. I think they would do 50 women, so and that was 2016. So yeah, she's been ranked number two and number three since. But yeah, she's well. They gave her. <laughs> Do you remember when they were when all the women were in factions with PCB and Team Bad, Team Bella, twenty fifteen? Um, I don't believe I was watching at that time. So they had PCB, which was Paige, Charlotte, and Becky when they first came up, and then <laughs> Team Bad was I think Naomi, Sasha, and uh, Tamina, and the Bellas and Alicia Fox. Everybody was in factions, so they gave them worst feud of the year in twenty fifteen. Those three teams. <laughs> Congratulations on being part of something terrible. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they gave her most disgusting promotional tactic in 2015. Apparently, she used Reed Flyer's death in an angle. I don't remember that. Her brother's passing. I think there's been worse used than that. Yeah. So that's what I got. I mean, I can't think of any during that time, though. So I got Charlotte at three. So we got Roman, Daniel, and Charlotte. Number two. Who do you think? Number two. Um, definitely drawing a blank. I, I have no idea. I put AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. So, since 2010, he's been a champion in every company. That's pretty Ring strong. of Honor, TNA, New Japan, <laughs> WWE. It's That's crazy. I mean, I'm just looking at his like list of awards and his stuff he's got in every company. It's, it's never any list. Countless, like, wrestler of the year, match of the year. He's won titles everywhere. It's nuts. Yeah, he's been a champ in every company just since 2010. So, and WWE he's only been the, he's the WWE champ twice and US champ three times. So, I think he had a they gave him like feud of the year one time with John Cena that ma- that wrestling match they or that I th- rivalry. I th- I think he had a pretty good feud with Samoa Joe in WWE. That was pretty good. I thought the realness that was pretty stinking good. And bring his wife into yeah. it. Yeah. Which Samoa Joe, by the way, has had a pretty decent year. I mean, no titles, but, you know, he's still at the level that whenever he comes in, you pay attention to what he's doing. Yeah. He's, he's been doing it for so long. That's crazy. He's, I was trying to look at this. He's captivating and he's scary. <laughs> yeah. He started in 98, so going on 22 years. I think he signed a few-year contract with WWE, so I think he plans to end it there. I wonder if he'll be one of the ones that knows when to quit. Keep coming back. I don't know. Right now, isn't he kind of, in a way, taking a break and doing, like, commentary? Is he? And, like, I mean, I know he's been doing a lot of, like, on WWE backstage and, and stuff like that. So, I mean... If he does that for a little bit and then comes back and wrestles for a little bit and then goes back, you know, that that could prolong his wrestling career a little bit. Kind of like going on the DH and 
you know, or going to the American League and going being the DH. You know, you may not be out on the field very much, but you can still be impactful. Yep. So I got Styles at two. <clears throat> my number one for the decade, I put uh, Chris Jericho. What do you think? Right. Number one for the decade? Yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. I was. It's hard to remember who all is technically retired. Uh-huh. Because, you know, with, oh, The Undertaker keeps coming back. And, you know, oh, The Rock made an appearance. And, oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin keeps showing up, even though he's not wrestling. You know, like, it's hard to remember who's actually not a full-time performer. (laughs) Yeah. So, my guess was going to be The Undertaker. But, technically, he's not wrestling, even though technically he is. So, I don't But Jericho, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I thought about, like, I mean, do you think Cena should be on the list? Like... He hasn't well, done much no, since 16, 17. Yeah, he's been mostly gone. Which is fine, because that's what he's kind of trying to do, really. You know, he's been... I think he's kind of trying to phase himself out, you know? So, Which I think has worked really well for him. Jericho uh, started out the decade. I mean, he had feuds with all kinds of the best superstars I mean CM Punk Edge um, he started it's like it's like everything that he says like he can promote and it always gets over like the list I mean how funny <laughs> the stuff with Kevin Owens stuff with Kevin Owens being best friends that was oh amazing <laughs> the festival of friendship and he put his head through the was the TV or something yeah Oh, man. Then leaving the company, going, having those fuse with Omega. When he showed up in New Japan, how crazy was that? Yeah, he just, it, whatever he touches turns to gold, it seems like. He gets over everywhere. I mean. Like, even Fozzie's pretty good. Yeah. He had some amazing matches. Yeah. (laughs) In Japan, I mean, he won the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Um, Obviously showing up to All In and taking out Omega. Out promoting his cruise. I mean, he's about to have a second Jericho cruise as Rock and Wrestling Rager, <laughs> running his own cruise ship and having wrestling matches and podcasts. I mean, he's got the number one podcast in wrestling, probably. His podcast is huge. <laughs> and then obviously becoming the first ever AEW champ this year. Um, mm-hmm. He started that new faction. What's that called? Dark Order? Is that what it's called? That I'm not for sure. I haven't gotten to see a whole lot of AEW other than whatever they put on Twitter and little clips from that. Did you see the amazing punches that guy was throwing? Oh, I uh, heard Dusty, that. Dustin? Yeah. Yeah. I felt, I felt kind of bad about that. Someone kind of gave a little explanation of what could have been happening. I'm like, you know what? That's a possibility. They're... They were saying there, it's possible that this guy may have been like an indie performer. Oh, he definitely was. That they just brought in for an extra body. Yeah, I heard that too. And was, Who was that talking about that? And, like, I bet this guy was scared crapless, you know, because he's supposed to be taking out Dusty Rhodes, but he doesn't want to accidentally hurt the guy. Yeah, and Dustin's selling the whole time, just yeah, professional. So, so you know what? It's entertaining. It's fun people giving this guy a hard time you know what get over every it. wrestler screwed up bad spots oh, starting yeah. out this guy probably didn't think he was going to be on TV <laughs> yeah. throwing punches at Dustin Rose but he may have just showed up for the show I was like oh hey by the way come backstage <laughs> we want to talk to you about something probably like what okay <laughs> So that's my top five of the decade. I put yeah, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Charlotte, AJ Styles, Chris Jericho. I don't know. I I would honestly throw The Rock in there, but not necessarily for a wrestling perspective. The dude has taken over Hollywood in the deck in the past decade. Yeah. Yeah. He's the I mean, number one actor in Hollywood. <laughs> the dude owns Hollywood. He's got his hands in so many stuff, so many things. 
His brand's so cool too. I like his gear, his shoes. The bull. Yeah, I, I like the, I like it too, but I'm trying not to like it too much. Yeah, I can't afford it. Yeah, I can't afford that. <laughs> Unless you want to sponsor us. But, but if Jack Daniels helps us out and Tide and and you know all those other sponsorships that we would like to get, then maybe we can afford some of The Rock's clothes. The Rock, if you want to sponsor us, you know, that's an option. We'd wear We're it. We're available. We're, yeah. We could be your walking billboard. <laughs> Every people contact our people. For the for the tens and tens of people that we may come across. Millions. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anybody else? So you said The Rock. Anybody else you think should have been on that list? That great. Ten uh, years? No. No, that, I mean, that pretty much sums it up. I almost put Rollins... Had a pretty good year, ten years, but I don't know. Yeah, could have been. I mean, you don't. You'd almost have to put the shield as just as a whole. Yeah. But yeah. Pretty Wyatt. I don't know. Ugh. I. If they started the fiend earlier, then I think that Bray Wyatt would have a, a pretty good argument to be on the top five, but. I mean, personally, I liked whenever, you know, the first, like, incarnation of Bray Wyatt, you know. So I liked it, you know, walking down with the fireflies, you know, all that stuff. But then he was gone for so long. And they, and, and towards the end of the, the first incarnation of, of Bray, they really weren't using him that well. Yeah. That it was just kind of like, well, this is really stupid because now he's no longer a scary dude. He's just a dude that wears a fedora or whatever, <laughs> and <laughs> and a Hawaiian-looking shirt, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know. It was an interesting look. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. So that's where we're at. <clears throat> Top five of the decade. Let's look at uh, what we thought were some of the best storylines just over this last year. Um. Do you have something in mind you want to start? Throw something out? Or? Well, mine are not necessarily in any kind of an order, but more or less just five storylines that I thought were either awesome or kind of in a way like business changing, you know, the business direction, you know, changing or whatever. And you know, thinking through this list, the first one that came to mind was actually Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. Wow. Which is probably not one that many people would think of. I did not. Yeah, there. I mean, it was supposed to be best of three, but it basically turned into a best of five. A series of matches was amazing. Every single one of those matches was absolutely amazing. And I think that because of those matches, I mean, that's what led to Keith Lee getting pushed to the to where he is now. And it cracks me up that everybody, you know, that doesn't watch NXT, they're like, oh my goodness, this Keith Lee dude, he's doing stuff that a big guy shouldn't be doing. But people that watch NXT, they're like, he's been doing this for a long time. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, the stuff that he's doing up on the main roster is what he's been doing on NXT the whole time. And him and Dominic work really, really well. And they're both two big, massive dudes that are, like, crazy athletic. And their matches always ended with the crowd on its feet. And just 100% eating up every single second of those matches. So I'd have to say that was that was definitely a top five kind of uh, storyline, so to speak. I'll check more of him out just from seeing him at Survivor oh, yeah. Series. <clears throat> Got some serious potential. Yeah, How old is he? Yeah, he looks like a oh. man, like he's forty. I'm not for sure, actually. Let me throw him in the Google box. Um, my fifth. Do a little. Them out. I put uh, Fiend against the Miz. Okay. Guess much of this? And they brought Maurice into it and acting like he was going to go after his kids and his wife. 
I thought it was pretty good. Miz's acting is great. <laughs> the Miz is just great in general. Yeah. He doesn't I mean, get enough credit. He... By the way, Keith Lee is 35. Wow. Time to move up. You yep. get old. <laughs> not not so much in today's wrestling world. Yeah, really. How much is it? How, like, let me look it up. I want to see how much how old Ciampa was. I think he's like pushing 40. Or Eric Young. They're... I don't know how to spell Ciampa's name. Do you? Tomas. Oh, here he is. Okay, Tommaso Ciampa. He was born May 8th, 1985. Oh, he's only 34, okay. So he's, he's got time. Yeah, yeah he's, got, he's got a little bit of time. However, that uh, neck surgery does kind of add a few years to him, you know? That kind of shortens his career a little bit there. He was making jokes that if he had to leave NXT, he'd retire. <laughs> Probably the right choice. Go up there and get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Who do you think is uh? What do you got for another storyline? Uh, the next one I can think of was uh, the heel turn of Io Shirai. You went big, NXT. I, I did. <laughs> but again, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm still catching up on Raw episodes. I'm, I've made my way up to September given that I started just like two weeks ago back in May. Are you watching the Hulu? Yeah. Yep. That's the way to do it, man. It's only an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to deal with all the extra stuff and the commercial breaks aren't nearly as long. Nice. You should figure out something for Royal Rumble. Oh, I'm totally up for that. Anyways. You? Um, but, but the way that that all went down with... Uh, is um, so is Io Shirai versus uh, uh, Shayna Baszler in a steel cage match on NXT for the women's championship and all kinds of craziness happens you know the uh, you know Shayna's friends come down which I always forget their name but it's like Jessalyn Duke and I can't remember the other I have no idea. girl's name <laughs> um, but they come down you know to interfere in the match like they like they do and uh, Candice LeRae came out and I can't remember exactly how it all goes down but she kind of starts clearing house and stuff uh, one of the one of Shayna's friends makes it in to the cage starts to pull Shayna something something along those lines but Candace jumps off the top of the cage onto her onto Shayna's friend so then they're both cleared out you know they're, they kind of knock each other out you know and Io Shirai and Shayna are wrestling at the cage and uh, Shayna has Io in like a, a submission hold and they're both like half hanging out of the cage so Io grabs the cage door and slams it on Shayna, knocks her out. But whenever she does it, Shayna falls out of the ring and out of the cage. And so she wins the title. Wow. And Candace comes over and starts confront or comforting Io because they're, you know, best friends and whatnot. And Io just all of a sudden just knocks the crap out of her. And then goes and grabs a chair and starts giving chair shots to Candice LeRae. And everybody in the crowd is like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> what just happened? Like, because there was no hint at any kind of a turn happening. Swerved him. So swerved him really good. And then the next week, her music has changed. Her entrance is like really dark. She's changed her look. And she has been healed. You know, ever since then, it's like, dude, that was a great switch right nice. there. And it, it, it catapulted her a little bit more, too. That's the best. You can still get the crowd. It doesn't happen much anymore. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, my fourth, I put Cola Gargano, like we talked about before. 
I mean, they had a long storyline. Yep. That build through WrestleMania all the that's, way to SummerSlam. That's actually my number three. Gotcha. So, yeah. Great series of matches. Um, you think either one of them comes up soon? Seems like I thought Gargano was going to come up. Oh. Dropping the belt. The thing is, though, would you want to? No. No. Like, I mean, it does. It really kind of does feel like the NXT is the main roster now. You know, I know. Although SmackDown, you can make an argument that that's gotten pretty strong too, with being on Fox, and you know, they they've kind of got some traction going with that. But I don't know. It's just like NXT. There's just a lot more excitement with it. Yeah, seems like the place to be. What do you have for your third? Oh, my number three was uh, was Adam Cole and uh, Oh, you said that. Okay, Gargano. up one. Yeah. My third, <laughs> I put uh, Kofi's Wild Year. It's not really a. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a story, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because he kind of overcame. Got a shot out of nowhere, and then won the title at WrestleMania, so that was pretty cool. Kofi yeah. well deserved after. 10 plus years in the company um what do you have for two my number two is probably gonna sound pretty ridiculous but I've gotta go with Bobby Lashley and Lana <laughs> and Rusev <laughs> and apparently now uh Liv, Liv Morgan Morgan <laughs> I thought about it too but I was like no I can't put it in there I have to go with it. You know why? Because I see it all over on Twitter. People talking about it all the time. Even if they're talking about how bad it is, they are still talking about it and they can't help but to talk about it. People hate it so much they love it. Exactly. It's so bad it's good. Yep. It's so stupid. Bobby Lashley's suit with no sleeves. <laughs> Liv Morgan <laughs> professing her love. Uh, I don't understand. You think it's over yeah. now, or is it? No. More matches? It's got to be more matches. Especially now that Liv's in it. Somebody was telling Bobby Lashley on Twitter or something to get an annulment. <laughs> or uh, not an annulment, get a, get a prenup <laughs> before the wedding. <laughs> get a prenup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd say throw Leo Rush into it somehow, too. Interesting. That's racist, but I'll take it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the only two black guys on WWE programming. Except for all of New Day. and. Okay, well, they don't count. Shelton Benjamin, I think he's Is he still, still there. there? Keith I Lee? Keith so. <laughs> Lee. I mean, you're not correct in that statement. All right, um, all right. <laughs> But no, I mean, just because all of a sudden Leo Rush was no longer the spokesman for, for Bobby. Like, it just all of a sudden, like, stopped. I forgot about that. Let's go be uh, you know? 205 champ now. What? Yeah, why would you want to be on that? Why is that even still a show? I mean, there's no point to it. I forgot it was even still a show. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched. <laughs> I, I went to SmackDown in Grand Rapids. Um, two years ago, I think it had, it was pretty new, two o five, and mm-hmm. it would come on after SmackDown. So, so yeah. I stayed till ten, and then when two o five was starting, I left. I felt bad, but I was like, I, I got a long drive home. I don't, I don't need to watch Cruiserweights <laughs> unless you're gonna bring out Hurricane and X Pac. I don't really wanna. Yeah, and, and that's not happening. <laughs> so if my number two. See what you think. I put Cody Rhodes against his brother Dustin. I would probably agree with that if I knew more about okay. it. Like, I mean, I saw some of the match, but I didn't know what led up to it or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good storyline. I mean, Dustin was basically just calling Cody entitled and everything was handed to him while he had a rough upbringing. Um, so they had that crazy, like, match of the year. I mean, this bloody and old school wrestling 
And then, yeah. and then afterwards, Lots of color. Cody asked Dustin to be his partner. I said, I need my brother. So I was like, wow. I mean, Mark Henry, I mean, like, on Busted Open, was like, that brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> like, that never happens anymore. I, mean, I cried. <laughs> Rossi, Rossi doesn't get you like that anymore. So, yeah, I think that was a great feud. And now Dustin's a baby face with Cody. And Dustin, I just saw that he had, he had a match last night with uh, that Sammy guy from Chris Jericho's group. Mm-hmm. So that made uh, five decades that Dustin Rhodes has wrestled in. Holy crap. Yeah. 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s. That is crazy. He is legit the professional wrestler of, like, Nolan Ryan. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, so there is a legit comparison between Gold Dust and Nolan Ryan. Huh. Is that a sentence? I never thought I would ever say anything like that. That just is weird. <laughs> That's interesting. What's <laughs> a tweet? My whole world is now a lie. It's all just like totally. No. I don't understand anything anymore. <laughs> ever. So, what did you think was the number one storyline of the year? Number one storyline, I have to go with The Fiend. Fiend, number one. Just The Fiend, fiend in general. In general. I yes. thought about doing that too. So picking one person, but it's obviously been the most I mean, talked about, most intriguing. It's the most talked about. It has been drawn out big time, which, you know, builds up the anticipation, leads to more excitement whenever it finally does happen. They did a great job of dropping hints every once in a while. Like, I know, uh, I remember before The Fiend made his, like, official appearance, there would be times where you see, like, wrestlers, like, walking through the, like, backstage or whatever, and one of the puppets shows up. Like, in the background. (laughs) Fantastic. And I'm like, man, that is brilliant. Just drop little bitty tidbits here and there, you know, just... That's how you. That's how you draw them in. And then whenever it finally happened, and you know you got the crazy, like shrieking music and the flashing lights and whatnot, and you see the crazy face about ready to attack whoever. You're like, dude, this yes. <laughs> it's about time that we have a legit character in wrestling. And. Because so many people are wrestling under normal sounding names that it kind of takes away from like the the extraordinary part of it, you know? Yep. Yeah, I was like back in the day with, you know, Undertaker and Kane and, you know, their crazy effects that they would do. And, Everybody was and a character. Everyone, it was crazy. 80s, yeah, 90s. Everyone was a there character. was so many gimmicks. Now it's just names. Just, yeah, now it's 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 swayed too much the other way. And Bray's been you Bray's know? been two really good characters. He has. Yeah, he's good at what he does. So that's probably yeah. I don't, can't argue with that. Probably the number one thing going right now in wrestling. He said some good matches with yep. him and him and Brian, or is it him and Brian wrestling at Royal Rumble? They just announced um, somebody. I want to say yes. If it's not, then they wrestled recently. Yeah, he had some good ones with Miz and Seth and Brian. Where is the Royal Rumble at this year? I can't remember. I know it's another baseball field. Is it? I haven't heard. Yeah. I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, I can't. Oh, I can't remember where it's at. Uh... Oh, it's in Houston. Yeah, it's in the Astros. Well, that'd be... The Minute Maid Park. Minute Maid Park. I want to see somebody jump off the Crawford box seats. (laughs) That'd be sick. (laughs) Throwing it out there. Do it. It's only about 20 feet high. Oh, that's doable. Mick Foley will do it. Or Shane. Yeah, Shane will do it. (laughs) Onto a trash can in somebody's face. (laughs) Just one trash can. (laughs) So I put uh, number one, I put Becky Lynch. 
the man kind of died in recent months, but she's still the champ. I thought that man thing she had going the early part of the year, obviously leading into main event in WrestleMania, was um, pretty cool. It was people calling it Stone Cold esque. So, oh, it definitely was. So yeah, she had people behind her. The man really took off. Um, so yeah, I don't know, it could have been anything. I put I put Fiend at five and put him at one. So it's, it's pretty... yeah, and I. And I'd say Becky Lynch deserves it. Like, I mean, she's a good wrestler. She's entertaining as heck. She's great on the microphone. She knows how to pop the crowd, but she also knows how to play the bad guy at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just listening to her doing her promos and stuff like that like you see her to get this evil look in her eye whenever she's talking about wanting to beat the crap out of whoever it is even if it's someone else that's kind of a face and you're like oh man maybe I shouldn't be rooting for that one maybe I should be rooting for Becky <laughs> yeah you know? so I mean she does she does a great job of even within her character showing her extremes that she can go to yep she's very good Good year in wrestling. Heck of a recap. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a crazy prediction here for the Royal Rumble. Go for it. Nia Jax returns. Yeah. I'm gonna throw that Was out. Was it there. last year when she beat up the men? Uh, Rey Mysterio and Randy Orton and so. Was that two years ago or a year ago? Yeah, that was last year. She tried to. Oh yeah, you came over last year. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, then she started getting... She got an RKO or something. A 619 on her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she got all kinds of finishing moves done to yeah. her. <laughs> but, yeah, I say she's like number 30. Yep. Yep, I could see it. Yeah, she's been out for a long time. Before WrestleMania. Yeah. So I think she missed WrestleMania. Yeah, she missed WrestleMania, and, and nobody's talking about her. Like, nobody's said anything about her for a while. Yeah. So it would be a great time for her to do a surprise return. Yeah, Ruby Riot. How long has she been out? Oh, too long. Yeah, she's great. Because she was awesome. Liv is back now. She's been gone for a long time. About freaking time. Because I follow her on Twitter. She's pretty fun to follow on Who? Twitter. Live, live, live. It's like okay, she's obviously got some fun personality. She's entertaining through tweets. You got to have her on there doing something. You know, show her personality even more. Show her, allow her some more freedom to be the character that she's supposed to be because she's obviously got it. She's she's been able to draw a following just through Twitter. Yep. Now she's lesbian. Yeah. So there's that. We'll see what happens there, but yeah. Next week we'll uh, talk more sports. NFL's heading to the playoffs. Thirty-nine days till yeah. spring training. Heck, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to breaking down some Cubs Cardinals. Um, Which, by the way, what do you think about what's going on with uh, Chris Bryant? I've, I've heard more trade talk. Have you? I yeah. haven't heard much. Yeah, it sounds like they're more willing to depart with him right now for some reason. Yeah, just looking on Google. I don't know. Cubs a possible suitor if the Rockies decide to trade or- Arenado. I'd be happy getting Arenado, but... Don't want to lose KB. Yeah, well, I mean, you wouldn't be able to have both. Oh, man. That'd be sweet. <laughs> Them two and Baez. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm finishing up, uh, still working on Ankiel's book. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I lost that book somewhere. <laughs> I have no he lost idea it where that's in my phone. Went. I've stolen it. <laughs> 
I know you did. You stole it and then you compacted it into your phone. <laughs> did you know that he retired? Jerk face. He retired and then within a day they contacted him about playing somewhere else? Um, I don't know if it was within a day. It was relatively quick. I remember his interviews are pretty cool to listen to. Yeah. I mean, it's basically audio version of what is in the book, but like hearing the emotion behind it is is pretty cool to hear. It's pretty crazy what that thing does to you. You said he could. Like, I, I know that you're not a Cardinals fan, obviously, but there's a the guy that's like the uh, the voice of the Cardinals on TV, Dan McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. He does a daily podcast called Scoops. And he doesn't talk just about Cardinal baseball, but that's mostly what he talks about. But he also talks about other St. Louis sports, um, you know, like the MLS coming in and the XFL. And, and so he talks about those things, too, and, and to the different team owners and players and whatnot. And he doesn't he did an interview probably about a year ago, a year and a half ago with Rick and Keel. And I think it's like, oh, man, maybe 20 or 30 minutes long and they're just like first off you can tell that they're friends like outside of baseball life and so they're just sitting there telling stories and joking around with each other and everything but they also get really deep with you know what Ankeel was dealing with like man that it's a really good interview yeah sounds good it's pretty interesting Oh, he said he couldn't throw a ball without it wobbling 60 feet, but he could throw it 200 feet on a line. <laughs> Making sense? It's it's a weird thing in baseball. So there we are, man. We're into 2020. Baseball's coming soon. NBA's heading towards the All-Star break. Football's in the playoffs. And we got bowl season going on. Yep. Notre Dame got a dub. 60-something bowls. Wild. And, and I just saw that my Hoosiers uh, lost their bowl game tonight to Tennessee, 23-22, to I think. So that's a heartbreaker. But to be competitive against a school like Tennessee that's a pretty strong football program, that's a good thing. So. I think uh, LSU takes it over Clemson. Oh. LSU is really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that just because Alabama's not in it. I know. You know, I, I don't have any kind of an issue with Clemson. You know, even though they are getting close to that kind of, uh, okay, you've been successful for so long, we're kind of tired of you. But Alabama was there for so long that, man... I could go a decade without them being there, and I would still be like, man, why is Alabama back in this? <laughs> I'm tired of seeing them here. <laughs> yeah, it's getting old. Yeah. All right, well, where can we find you on social? Oh, you can't find me. It's hidden. I'm invisible. Or you could also try... <laughs> or... Uh, at- <laughs> <laughs> at Ross J. Myers on Twitter um, and Roscoe546 on Instagram I believe yes yeah that's it I never know I don't tweet and insta myself. myself I don't insta myself I don't I don't need to know these things <laughs> and I never have it written down anywhere my insta's win <laughs> nope Nope. Try it again. Wangle nope, underscore jangle. It's not that. <laughs> Wangle it, underscore jangle. It, it would make more sense if it was Don't, close to your No, head. stop. <laughs> at, and then at Biggs, 80, uh, Biggs underscore 88 on Twitter. Our balls and elbow Twitter is just that, that balls and elbows. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your uncle. We're talk, we talk wrestling. <laughs> Not, not your ants. No, they suck. <laughs> Just your uncle. ants are the worst. You got to get <laughs> traps for them, and then they. <laughs> oh gosh, boss is dying. <laughs> uh.
I'm dying. I'm dying. All right. Heck of an ending. I'm going to sleep. That's a great way to go. We're we're dying. (laughs) All right. Same time next week. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) We gone. All right. We gone. Thank you.